0: Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati, And I'm Sean Day. And uh, today we are going to be discussing um, the brilliant new film by Gareth Edwards, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Ooh. And... I can't wait to talk about this fucking film. But before we get to that, Shani, how are you, sir?
1: Oh, man, I'm just hyped over this uh, Star Wars like feed right now, man. It's December. I think I feel like Star Wars is has won December. I think they should release yeah. every single movie from now on in December because that's just when I get really excited for Star Wars. But I'm doing great, man. I'm just kind of finishing out the week. Uh, we had Star Wars. I think I watched it last weekend on Thursday. Or so, uh, yeah. It's just getting a little, little, uh, kind of getting a little itching for uh, to see it again because I, I definitely want to see it again because like I saw it really late too as well. So definitely want to kind of see it while I'm like awake and fully there. But other than that, man, just... where were you
0: seated in the theater? Um, I saw it. Uh,
1: funny enough, I got a uh, like a nine forty five showing, but I got there like pretty late. And or I mean, just not enough time to kind of save myself a seat. So um, what we did is, the guy who was peeling our tickets off or tearing our tickets up, he's like, "Hey, man! Like, looks like the line's pretty big. Do you guys want to like go for the next showing? We have uh, one showing in the Dolby Theater. Um, It's not like IMAX 3D, but it's like you know the recliner seats. It's like pretty much IMAX. It's like the screen's like pretty big, and it's uh, reserved seating. So we're just like, oh shit! Like that might be." quite a good uh choice to do because you know it's like oh, I don't know should we do should we try to like find a seat in this IMAX 3D showing or just like kinda give this one up, maybe wait like 30 minutes and then have reserved seating. So we're gonna go get our food, we can go get our you know beers or whatever. Cause now they sell beers nice. theaters. <laughs> so but yeah it was great man. I uh um I really planned for it. I really wanted to go see it this this last week. So that was my that was my kind of week and then, uh, of course, Christmas is coming up, and the holidays, and all that stuff. So, pretty excited.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on. That's pretty tight. Yeah, dude.
1: How, how's your? How are you doing, man? You're t- you telling me you're doing like some stuff for, like a show. You're doing some on set kind yeah, of filming. Yeah, man.
0: Um. Yeah, So basically, you, you you got time for a little story?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So I don't know how much I can say. I probably can't say much. But basically, um. Last Thursday, I got a call um, from a weird like 303 number. and uh, usually I fucking block numbers right away. Thank God that they left a voicemail in time. Uh, but pretty much telling me they needed' um, excuse me, a, a production assistant for a few days to call them back. So I did just to get the details because I didn't think I was gonna be able to take the time off work. and they're like, we're a Netflix production looking for um, PA from tomorrow through Wednesday. So that's Friday through Wednesday. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, fuck, I don't know if I can take that amount of time off. Let me go speak to my my supervisor. Yeah. And um, um, my boss was super cool about it. He was like, I've never seen you this excited. Go. And um, wound up uh, meeting these guys at the Monterey Plaza Hotel, which is literally just blocks down the street from my place. So I walked there. Oh, wow. Um, and they were like, uh, you know, yeah, so you're going to be as PA and you'll be the office PA. Um, and, uh, it was just cool, man. Like, I, I don't know like how much I can say, I don't even know. You can check out the, uh, well, nah, I'm not even going to go into the title or anything when it's out. Right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely talk about it once it's out. But uh, it was an amazing experience. So I mean, the f- first day they were like, you know, we need more PAs. Do you know anyone? So I got to have uh, some of my friends from Tat come and you know uh, got to they got to be on it too. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's my, awesome. buddy Aaron, that's my buddy Aaron, my buddy Tomas. Dude. Yeah. So um, it was like long twelve hour days of just doing random shit. You want to hear a funny story? <laughs> so. Um, I get a call. It's one of the days where I'm like in the office the whole day. And uh, the dude I'm working for is like, I need 10. He's Australian, by the way. He's like, I need 10 waiters. I'm like, 10 waiters, like from restaurants and shit. Like, just you need to hire 10 waiters. Like, I don't <laughs> know the first. He's like, no, waiters. And I'm thinking, oh, like wait. He's like, we need to go into the water, waiters. Oh, okay. And so I'm Googling it. I can't find shit. Finally, the other um, production, um, she was a producer's assistant. Yes, it's like waiters with a D. Waiters. So it's like the, it's the it's the boot, um, overall kind of oh, Johnny. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like to go fly fishing in and shit. So he's like call around I need ten of those, um, and we need large ones. So I call Big Five and they're like, Yeah, we we I think we got them. I'm like, Do you know how many? Uh well, what size? I was like, I don't know what size. Can you just tell me like how many you have in general? Well, I mean, I really, I don't. But, so. Come on, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. so about 8.30, 845, Um, the dude gets back. He's like, "All right, take my card, go." Um, so I fucking raced to big five. I get ten of these things, and it, I mean, it was like a five six hundred dollar bill, Damn. and I've got ten of these boxes. There, it's taller than I am. And people in line are like, "You going fishing?" <laughs> <laughs> it's always the guy who has like a
1: bunch of stuff in line or whatever. Like they're trying to like yeah. figure out
0: what you're doing. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, How'd you fit I'm all that stuff? Fishing. How'd you fit all that stuff in your car, dude? Like it fit in the back seat, surprisingly. But so I pull up to the hotel and I'm using valet the whole week, which is very fancy. Okay. Um, and uh, it was hilarious, man. So like, one of the valets, I put it on the cart. I'm like, "Cool, can I just take this down to the room?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, go for it." I'm wheeling it, and this other valley comes running up, like, "Sir, you can't, you can't, you can't!" I'm like, "Fuck." Um, so he's like, we, "I was like, okay, can you can we bring it down to you know the room that we're in?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, a bellhop has to take it down." I'm like, "Can we just get it down? Because it's <laughs> getting late. Tomorrow's the very last day of shooting. We need, I need, you know, this is my job to get this shit done." Yeah. <laughs> and um, so the bellhop who helped us very nice. He helped me put everything away. We got it all tucked away. And it was all very nice. Five minutes later, the guy I'm working for comes in, and I was like, "Hey, dude, we got we got the waiters; they're all right." And he's like, oh, "Okay, great, yeah." Um, so tell you what, my car's upstairs; it's still up there. They haven't taken it yet. So get a bellhop, get these upstairs, get them.
1: Oh, oh dude! Oh, and then man. go
0: get everyone Chinese food. So that was hey, it was a fun night. Dude, that's, it was the best experience of my life. it's a cool story, dude. I mean, not the best, best, but it's in the top five. Um, that's awesome, dude. But, I mean, I got to work on sets. I got to go into those star wagons and, like, put boxes of costumes. On a, netf- I got to talk, on a Netflix on a, show, dude. On a Netflix production. I got to talk with so cool. um, Betsy Hyman, who did the costumes of Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Wow. And this dude, Mickey, who is the most badass motherfucker he uh, worked. And... Uh, basically lived with Frank Sinatra and would like tell him off. And he was telling us Sinatra stories the last night. Dude. Um, These were some really cool people. Um, And like, yeah, we got to go to the rap dinner and the rap party and cool. Yeah, dude, it was amazing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I feel like I've already said too much. I don't know. No, no, it's cool. uh,
1: You showed me some pictures and
0: that's, that's that's all I could say about that. <laughs> that's all I'm about
1: to say about that. <laughs> that's all. That's all.
0: Uh, that's all.
1: <laughs> that's all. Dude, that's super <laughs> awesome. I'm sure off air we'll will have a chance to talk more about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Delve
0: in, delve in deeper, as but they say.
1: That's super cool, dude. I know you're you're doing like you know the whole you know you're being a teacher and and doing the kind of the IT thing right at your work and. It's cool to kind of, uh, you know, that's something that you really enjoy doing and and want to pursue. And that's crazy how you got the opportunity, man. And I feel like that's how it happens usually, right?
0: It was insane. Um, Yeah. Like, just hella randomly. I've been on this list for, like, two years almost. So um, That's crazy. Yeah, and they're all just really great people. And, yeah, I can't can't stop thinking about it like when i'm having like a shit time at work or whatever i just think about that i'm like yeah i got to do that it was pretty tight <laughs> yeah dude so, cool yeah man there we go yeah. man making some pretty films dude cool. dude so cool cool Hell yeah well Bullshit. speaking of films speaking of films yeah Cap, captain captain segway over here um rogue 1 a Star Wars story. I think it's safe to say from here on out, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there listening to the imaginary listeners, spoilers. Spoilers. Would you would you say so? Yes. Spoilers. Are we going to go to some spoiler territory? Right on. Um, <laughs> You've been warned. Uh, yeah. And if you haven't seen it already, what the fuck? Um <laughs> If you didn't go opening night, what the fuck? Um, no, this was such a good fucking movie. Um, where do we begin with it?
1: Where would you, oh, dude? I don't know, man. In a
0: galaxy far, far away, perhaps. Yeah. No crawl. No crawl. But we still got. We still got in a long time ago, or, oh, whatever. In you a galaxy know what I mean.
1: <laughs> a long time ago in a
0: galaxy far. That was badass. That cut. It I was. loved it. I was like, "Are they going to go for it?" They kept the suspense up till the last yeah. second, you know.
1: And you know what? It was jarring at first, but I was so in from the very get go. Like that quick cut was like, "All right, I want to see what this movie's all about." Yeah. So, um, it, it did kind of, kind of make it's me a little bold. Bit more, yeah, it was bold and made me a little more excited to see to see the start of the film and see where it went from there. So, um, yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh, I guess a general impre- impressions of the movie. Like, what is uh, your. Yeah. I mean, this is a year after. I haven't
0: stopped Force Awakens. Yeah, a year after Force
1: Awakens. Yeah.
0: I haven't stopped thinking about it, which is a good thing, you know? And um, like, I was sitting really, we were like two or three rows from the front. So we were really close. And when you see a movie like that, it's kind of hard to really you're in the movie at that point. You're not really watching it. You're like just in it. So, um, you know, I, I really don't know. I don't have the detachment just yet to like, be like, Oh, I thought this was good. Or I thought this was bad. Or, you know, there were some things that stood out right away that I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. But, um, I need to see it again. I need to fucking absorb it again and to really get the best, uh, you know, I, but I, I, I loved the experience. I'll say that. I don't know if I loved the movie, but I loved the fucking experience.
1: Oh yeah, man. I had that same like feeling when we watched when we watched freaking uh, Force Awakens together, man. Um I mean it was little, magical. It was a little different with Force Awakens because it was we haven't seen a like decent Star Wars movie in how many years? And and now to see, you know, a first for for uh Star Wars now is its own spin-off movies. So I was like Really, you know, really excited because I I didn't know what to expect. I think that was the thing too. So, um but
0: and the first non-episode, like the first yeah. true fan film, real film,
1: <laughs> you know, which was the greatest move of putting the, the like making it a film about pretty much the first opening crawl of A New Hope. Like, yeah, that's the story that happened in between. And know, it lines up perfectly. It does.
0: So good. Like, did you did you go back and watch? Rewatch A New Hope?
1: I actually watched it to, a little bit today. I didn't get a chance to yeah. finish it, but that's what I'm hoping. You know, I mean, this is a, you know, probably a couple of months from now, but when we get the uh, DVD slash Blu-ray, digital download, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, get to watch those back-to-back and see how they kind of play together. But, Dude, uh, Invader's
0: dialogue, like, awesome. you know, before when you watched it, before when you watched A New Hope, it was just, you know, blah, 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 exposition, exposition. Now, when he says those lines, I'm actually paying attention and listening. And he's like, "Your rebel friends just beamed up the plans." I'm like, "That literally just fucking happened in that movie." <laughs> I'm like, "I know who the, who fucking beamed up the plans. It was fucking Jin Orso." Like, yes, yes. You know, it was. It, it's weird that it all of a sudden adds all of that weight to words that were just written as a MacGuffin to move the plot along. You know? Very true,
1: man. Very true. And that that's why I, I felt it. I felt a lot, you know, going into New Hope, I guess, you know, watching that. It's just, it, yeah, it adds more weight, adds more context. Um, it answers the question, why the fuck was there a weak spot in the Death Star to begin with?
0: Because of a father's love for his daughter, (laughs)
1: yeah, (laughs) it's
0: better to kill. Like Family Guy made
1: this Star. Family Guy made fun of that stuff, dude, and we finally have like the exact answer for that. Like it was a plan in the. It was very planned from the get-go from the builder who built the Death Star, and I thought that was a very smart little piece of just kind of uh, writing there, just to kind of put that in there to show like, okay, this guy really wanted to defeat the, the the Imperials, and and he. Decided to go along with this plan to build this, this Death Star, this battle station, but also build a weakness now, into it.
0: <laughs> so here's like where the movie is very good, because normally Star Wars is good versus evil. Yes, but this movie was all gray area. Very and true. And I think Galen Orso, I believe that's his name, um, is the perfect embodiment of that gray area. Like yeah, he loves his daughter, and yeah, he didn't want to build a weapon, but he still (laughs) built the fucking weapon. It's true. And you know what I mean? Like, I have sympathy for him to a point, but like, dude, you still did it. You still (laughs) did the fucking job. He still did it, yeah. And like, it's great that you built a fucking exhaust port where uh, you know, the (laughs) proton torpedoes could go, but like fucking... And I thought this was kind of beautiful and poignant and dark, but the weapon that he built that his daughter beams up, you know, the plans to, to destroy winds up destroying her and killing her. Yes. Like, I mean, spoilers, but, (laughs) and I know we're jumping ahead, but I mean, like, isn't that fucked up when you think about like the weapon that her dad built killed her?
1: Yes. Probably the darkest Star Wars movie yet from that little piece of, uh, and you know what? I was not. As, I mean, as it played out, I guess during the, the la- like third act of the film, and you know the characters slowly got killed off. I kind of knew where it was going. I was like, okay, no one's making it out of this
0: alive. And, you know, Once like K two got shot. You were like, fuck. Yeah, they're like, killing like, oh, off a likable droid.
1: And it's like you know they, they <laughs> could have like they can expand on these characters later on in the series if they kept them alive. But we've never we never really heard that story. In the you know original trilogy and, and so on, which makes it kind of sad too because it's like these guys really died for the cause. Yeah, and um, you know it, they were just a small part of that you know of the rebellion you know you know defeating the Imperials and destroying the Death Star. You know it was just a small little plan, but that was a huge bold move, especially for now Disney taking control of the Star Wars franchise. I thought that was a really bold yeah. move
0: extremely bold but at the same time really smart because if you're doing your first standalone you want to dip your toe and you don't want to go full like yeah this was thousands of years before the jedi this is like this is still tied to a movie that we know and love it's going to have the some some of that feeling you know um the nostalgia factor alone this movie could have been called fan service the movie like holy shit um which I think is going to lead into something else, but um, I don't know, man. Like the, uh, it was a smart move to like, this is an original story, but it's tied to this. It's close enough to this. You're going to get a little Vader, so you're going to feel a little at home. Our audience is cool with this, and I think audiences are very fucking cool with this. Oh, yeah. And now they can kind of branch out and do weirder shit, more even more removed from the Skywalker saga. Yes. So.
1: I'm. I'm actually. Really, I think it's great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. You know, it's like, I know we we want to be tied to those like original characters from the original trilogy, and and of course, I think with the next is it episode eight and nine, um, that's going to be I guess its own trilogy in itself, and I don't know if that's going to end the you know our connection with some of those original characters like Skywalker and Leia, and if they're going to go then- somewhere completely different in the next couple of years. So it is very interesting to see how they're going to do it because they, they've told us you're going to get a Star Wars movie every single year from pretty, pretty much here till till whenever dude so I'm totally done stop making money <laughs> I know right and you
0: know what <laughs> which Dis- will never ever happen never
1: happen dude because Disney <laughs> whatever it is it's like I know they took control of a franchise that's part of our childhood part of a lot of people's childhoods and and then of course the future generations and so on but it's, it's just amazing how we get to see this you know I I think uh, I always think of uh, Kevin Smith. Like whenever I watch his podcast, he does he always says this about like um, like the superhero movies like Marvel and DC. Like he never he never is very critical. I mean he's critical sometimes, but he always says, you know what? I never imagined seeing this comic book go to the films, or you know this, and you know I can imagine the same thing with Star Wars. Like um, you know as they start building their canon, kind of building their universe. Um, you know, having them kind of explore different areas and different themes, which I'm super down with. So, um, but dude, I'm I'm not like I cannot stop thinking about Rogue One because it's just such a in itself its own movie, and it's like there's no yeah. there's no possible sequel aside from a New Hope. But that's what I think. I, I mean, I know, Everyone's
0: yeah. <laughs> Everyone's you dead. could have like young Jin Urso stories and like true, um, maybe, but like whatever, like the main characters were, were likable enough. They weren't like, I didn't fall in love with them the way I fell in love with Ray or Finn, you know, like honestly, force awakens. I would have been fine if Luke Han, Leia weren't in it, you know, like I'd probably prefer it actually, because I think return of the Jedi is such a perfect ending. Yeah. You know, that it, it bums me out that that's not where the characters ended, you know, it, <laughs> Got really dark, and I feel bad for them. But um, where the fuck was I going with that? Hey, just the future of Star Wars, man. <laughs> the future of Star Wars, the way the way of the future.
1: No, it's it, it it's uh it's really just a solid film, man. And it is. Uh, is it Gareth Gareth Edwards Edwards? Gareth Edwards. Um, I haven't seen his. Is other he f-
0: Australian? He did Godzilla. I didn't see that. Yeah, I
1: saw Order that one. To. I don't know if he's Australian or British. I'm about to look that up, but uh, I watched a little bit of Mo- is it monster monsters. Um, I think one of his. Oh, okay. Yeah, and th- the way it was shot, like it it looks like that's his kind of you know his style, and um, it was cool. I was like watching you know. Of course, I watched a bunch of interviews right after the film, like hearing everything <laughs> from each actor, and uh, like. He was, he was really excited because he's like, you know, I get to direct a Star Wars movie, which is like unbelievable. You know, even a director of his caliber is just like stunned by this opportunity. But then, you know, yeah. having the chance to try different things and, and try different ways of shooting things and, you know, the locations that they were at and, um, you know, working with all these, you know, high caliber actors. It was just, uh, it seemed like a really cool experience for him. And I think that's what translated so well into the film. And as far as direction and and uh, and how it came out, so, dude, I can't I can't say enough, man. It's it's just so freaking awesome. And I just played like a whole bunch of Battlefront this week because I was just like, dude, I want to I want to relive that.
0: Hell yeah, yeah. I tried to fire mine up, but there was an update, and I didn't uh, want to deal with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um
1: dude, like, so fuck I'll, it. I'll I'll start you off with uh, a t- my top five, which is a pretty easy one.
0: Um, Excellent.
1: I guess top five standout moments in, uh, or just kind of moments that grabbed you from uh, Rogue One.
0: Okay, first off the bat is um, the reveal of Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. First time in my adult entire adult life where I was like, okay, okay, movie, you got me, (laughs) you fucking got me. Um. Two would be seeing Vader in the back to tank. Ooh, that was fucked that up was and weird. Cool. Um, and I was really bummed out by the scene after it, but we'll talk about that. Um, th- three. Fuck, there was something K2SO said that I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I,
1: th- I think a lot of those scenes with him in it.
0: There was a lot, but fuck. I can't remember. Four, I loved, is his name Danny Yen? Donnie, Yen. Blind. Donnie, Yen. yeah, Donnie. Yen. Dude, uh, when they put the bag on his head and he goes, really? Like <laughs> that was a genuine laugh. Like <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in a movie in a very long time. I remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and five would be uh, when, you know, the, the story ends and then they cut back to the spaceship and I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I know what we're about to see. And we saw it. We fucking oh, yeah. saw it. And I was like, "Shit, oh man, that's amazing."
1: That yeah, that part like, uh, there's so so much. Even though the ending was so like tragic in its own way, there was still this like momentum kind of going. Yeah. And so it just kept going. And, and it's like, oh my god, I know what they're doing right now. They're about to get these plans onto this freaking ship, dude. It was like, it was like the like they could have ended it right there and be like, okay, we we could piece together where it went from there and and whatnot.
0: And then yeah, they had to sneak easily, in.
1: Easily. Yeah. And they had to sneak in the whole, you know, like the ship escapes with the plans on it. Leia's on that. And they do that little hint of her, you know, just sitting there. That was incredible. Oh, dude. Hey, CGI is getting a lot better, I must say. It
0: wasn't perfect. A lot better. It, it wasn't, wasn't perfect, perfect but, but God damn it. I believed it for a moment. I was like, how yeah. the fuck did they do that? Is that an was... actor? Is that prosthetics? Yeah. Like, what? It was it was perfect. Um, and and just to
1: have her kind of like you see the back of her veil and you just like immediately. yes.
0: Um, so And I, I was like, okay, they could they could just cut it there. They don't have to show her, right? but they fucking showed her. It was amazing. So good. So good.
1: So that that's actually um, my number one is kind of that the Vader scene where he's just killing it on the ship
0: trying fuck that's a good one
1: trying to find those the plans and and you know see where everything goes and then that whole sequence where it leads to you know Leia getting the plans and the ship escaping and then of course leading into A new hope so that's my number 1 uh right on. number 2 uh battle of scar okay cuz scarf scarf scar scar <laughs> battle scarf pretty much the, pretty much the whole third act of the film which was fucking awesome
0: it was, yeah, it was great. We got we got
1: the Star Wars. We got, like, the actual war and, like... The, got,
0: the,
1: got the... You're in the Star Wars now, <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of people are saying, you know, kind of, like, it has that, uh, like, save and private, right? Like, they try to shoot it kind of that way and have those kind of scenes. Kind of dirty. There, dirty and whatnot. And I, and I loved how they had the, like, air battle, the space battle, kind of, like, the ground battle with the ATATs, and then... Uh, then they had the whole like other third sideline or story where the main character is trying to get the plans beamed up and all that stuff. So um, so that was like, th- of course, the third, third act was great. Three is, uh, yeah, finding out that Jin and her father, like, I guess the whole meaning behind the Death Star and like how it was like, there's some sort of meaning to like having, building that thing in some
0: way. But <laughs> think about this too. He calls her stardust. And at the very end of the movie, what does she become? Stardust. Stardust. And
1: do you think he knew like, man, I might have to sac- like she might have to sacrifice everything for the rebellion.
0: Maybe. Never know, I don't dude. know. It's a pretty shit father. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> he uh, killed her. He
0: technically killed her. That's
1: true, man. I didn't even think about that until you uh I was like, man, well you kind of built that, so oh man. Anyways. <laughs> uh kind of like yours though, uh Grandov Tarkin. Tarkin Tarkin. Can't say his name. Uh, and then K2 2 sos uh moments in the film. Which similar to BBA, they they were light, you know, like little moments like that. Yeah. Like some comic relief. But he was a pretty, pretty serious kind of uh Yeah, he was intro. kind of a badass. Of badass, he worked for the Imperials for a little bit, so yeah. Um,
0: and I was snarky as hell, snarky is as C3PO. Hell.
1: And I, I really like the guy who voiced him, Alan T- Tuduk, T- Tuduk, yeah, Tuduk, yeah. Which I, Steve the Pirate, yeah, for the longest time though, I thought he was British because he was in that movie, uh, A Knight's Tale. He played, That's right and, and I was like, man, is this guy British? He's got like a pretty good British accent, so I think that dude's British, is he, he not? I think he's American. He's American.
0: I'm, oh, wow. I believe so, okay. yeah.
1: Because I've seen him play, like, British guys and other, like, stuff. And then um, I just watched, uh, I, like this last year, I did Firefly, which I th- thought was pretty good, actually, for a short-lived series. And Dollhouse, which was another short-lived series. Both uh, uh Josh Whedon. Right on. So, uh, yeah, he was in. I guess he's one of the recurring characters. He always tries to bring Alan on a lot of his projects. So, um, nice. But voice acting, I thought he did pretty good as as voice
0: uh, voice actor in it. Yeah, um, sold it. He's got good timing.
1: Sold it, dude. So that that's kind of like my stand-up moments. I mean, a lot of it's like kind of what we talked about, you know, from the very get go, dude. Like, I mean, we're, I mean, i I've, we're, we grew up with this stuff, man, and you we know, did like, true Star Wars fans and. Kind of curious to think, think, like, if people are coming into it, just say they just watch Force Awakens and they see these films. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, how's that? Yeah. Or what if this
0: is somebody's first Star Wars movie? Oh, sorry. Say that. you talk about that? Like, what if this was somebody's first Star Wars movie? Oh,
1: dude. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Because then you just have to just tell them, don't. These, this one, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi... <laughs> or Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, and just leave out the. Ignore the first three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard I've heard there's three. Nah, nah. Uh,
1: you know, I was, I was you know I was watching the um, the Blu-rays today, right? So I watched like a little bit of New Hope, and like it's we have like the set where it's like the prequel movies in one like box set thing. And oh, then, cool. like the original three in another box set, and I was like looking through, and I was like, "Why, do, why do I have that there?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Hey, uh, I thought to be completely honest, I thought the Phantom Menace, the score was fucking awesome,
0: and the, score was tight. the
1: battle at the end was fucking
0: awesome. Battle at the end was fan fantastic. Uh, no, I can't all the Anakin say stuff. That. Just just leave that out the door. All, all of it, <laughs> including the. I'm gonna say it right here, including the fucking pod race. I'm sorry, that scene <laughs> goes on for way too long. It's uneventful. You know the little shit is gonna win. Yeah. Just stop trying to make a case for the pod racing scene. Because <laughs> not come you, dark just later, in so general. Like,
1: we already know the story. You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck Babos, Bobo- or whatever the fuck his name was, and Watto. Yeah. Pieces. Although shit. I did um, like
1: how they used. Uh, Was it Leia's father? Or I guess, yeah. Bale. Bale or Stepfather. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. And
0: Mon Mothma was played by an actress who played Mon Mothma Mothma in the prequel trilogy, but her scenes were cut. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I was reading about that too. That's crazy. Serendipity. (laughs)
1: Um, They even had the dudes who. the two guys from A New Hope, the the walrus dude and the. Uh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have the death sentence on 12.
0: I have the death sentence. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. sentence. I just want to that line up. Something like that. Which, if you think about he it. He doesn't it, like, like you.
1: Were they on uh, Scarf? Scarf? I can't even say the fucking. That's They're in
0: Scarf, yeah. So it's like. So they, they must have just they, caught they had, like, a plane over there. Cheated death to... for
1: a second, and then they got whooped by freaking. <laughs>
0: Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: Which oh they yeah. also dropped that they also dropped that line with uh, was it Organa? Yeah, uh, that
0: scene in particular was like fan service. Like if if fan service was a dick, you'd have one in each hand, just fucking poking you in the face. <laughs> just like oh, I can't take all this fan service. <laughs> because then the scene ends with Bail Organa. Calling for uh, Captain Antilles. I was like, ah Joe,
1: we got my grandmother listening.
0: <laughs> oh god, <laughs> why do you gotta remind me? I'm so sorry, Grandma. Day. Nah, it's all good. We're just being a My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, I that's that's
1: totally right, man. I totally agree with you. Uh a lot of fan service in this movie, which I am always down with. There can never be too much. Some of it's like really obvious, kind of like Force Awakens. I felt Force Awakens kind of shoved that in our face. Yeah. But, um, rogue One was very subtle and it's like the whole movie is like a fan service for us. Like, yeah. we get to see a story that happened right before all these movies and uh, and to get that, you know, the costumes, the the vehicles, the, the rogue squadron, like the, yeah. the, the red leader, like, oh my God, dude. They put all that stuff in there. Oh, so so happy, dude.
0: Let me hit you with this top five, bring you down a little bit. Top five disappointments. Ah, uh, I thought because the, there has to be a negative side.
1: Yeah, there is. <laughs> that's true. To the I smiling Sean's so much,
0: side. <laughs> we've been talking so
1: much good for all this. Um, I'd say one of my negatives, which I did. I gotta be completely honest, dude. I fell asleep for, like, oh no. like, five minutes, dude, of the film. Party film, motherfucker. Because, I mean, it was pretty late, and that's why I also want to see it again. Um, I've already been filled in on which scene I probably missed, but... Oh. Um, I thought the pacing was kind of... It started off a little slow, I would say. like the pacing A little was clunky. Kinda, a little clunky. I know they're trying to kind of introduce us to these characters, different planets and everything, and then the rebellion and, like, their kind of thing. Um... So I th- that's one kind of negative I found in the beginning. I'm sure I was really tired when I fell asleep. So that's, That was the thing, too. I was just trying to fight to stay awake. Um, that was the negative. I thought... Uh, as far as character development, I didn't think uh, Jin, the main character was as strong as I thought she would be, just kind of like I was saying with with Ray's compared to Ray's character. How yeah. you got Ray and Finn's character like by the end of the movie you were in kind of like you wanted to see more of those
0: characters. And unfortunately I feel like I got more I feel like I got more gin out of the trailers than I did in the movies.
1: Yeah. I felt oh, like it was yeah.
0: a different character altogether, you know?
1: Yeah. And actually that goes to my third negative, which I'm sure this is just marketing and how films just work sometimes, but the trailer was cut differently or the, there weren't any yeah. scene, some of the scenes in the trailer weren't in the in the film. Especially my favorite line which is like it's rebellion and I rebel. <laughs> I just wanted to hear say <laughs> like I like that
0: line too. I like that line
1: too. It's, it's badass. But they didn't have that in there. Uh, and I was like you know reshoots and
0: editing and You know just, what I was waiting for? The fucking TIE fighter when she's just staring down a TIE fighter I was like Oh fuck. I know, dude. When they cut to her on there and I was like, they're not gonna show that. Like <laughs> she already fought one thing on here. They're not gonna fucking damn it, that was only a trailer thing. Like Yeah.
1: Although I, I could counter the whole not seeing like the certain trailer, you know, seeing scenes in the trailer. I feel like there's such an over like oversaturation of like Oh yeah. Like the trailer spoils the most of the movie that you're about to see. And going into it like, wow. This, like, you're kind of waiting. Sometimes you wait for that scene to happen. Oh, like, this scene's going to happen, like, from the trailer. I know she's going to do it. And it doesn't happen. And it's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And, like, you just kind of like get more absorbed into the movie because you're not, like, expecting those things. So I guess there's, like, a double sided to that. But I would like to see some of that stuff from the, the trailers because there's some cool stuff. Uh, so that's my yeah. by... that, third, second, third? third. I think that's my third. <laughs> I forgot.
0: Yeah. I think it's three
1: three Uh four I would say well, it's tough with this film uh, it is some tough of, some of the dialogue I thought was kind of cheese I know that's kind of like yes. in, the, in the spirit of Star Wars because that's just how they are
0: they like I'm glad you br- I felt like no one else was picking up on that I'm glad you brought that up
1: yeah I and maybe that's why at the beginning of the movie I felt like the pacing was a little slow and maybe some of the dialogue kind of Added to that too as well, um, and I think at the end of the film where they're like uh, Jin and Cassian, they're like holding each other, right? They're about to die. They see that they're the pending death's about to come on them, and he says that like one line <laughs> or something, <laughs> like like what did what did you say? Uh, like you uh, you're a hero or something. Like just that like very like you died a hero or something like that or. It's very like uh, what's it called? Know, just a common common uh, line you hear probably in any action film. That's my four the yeah. dialogue, and then five, which I guess this is on the fifth spot. It didn't bother me too much, but some of the CG with the uh, with um, yeah. Tarkin and uh, Leia, I just thought it was like. The technology is almost I like I just feel like it's almost there. Like, and they, you know we've yeah. seen it in in uh, Civil War, you know, with Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Um, I think the first time I saw that kind of stuff was in like Tron, which like looked pretty oh, that's bad. Right. It looked pretty bad. But see, that's the thing is, a lot. You know, I, I always read reviews after the film. I try not to read before as much as I can. And a lot of people, you know, said they didn't really... Some people didn't agree. Like, they just didn't like that at all. And I... They thought it was unethical. I would have preferred, which was really cool, like, they showed his face and showed Leia's face, which is, like, you, you know, you have to put the... Even if you're showing the back of them, you kind of have to get the face, you know, there just to, to get that character there. But I almost would have preferred not to see their faces. Uh, when you get introduced to Tarkin, you kind of see him, like, staring at the... uh at the window and he kind of sees reflection. Yeah.
0: You know, I, thought have, I thought that's all they were going to give us.
1: I thought that's all they're going to give us. And you know, I would have been happy with that. Um, even though I felt, felt like they wanted to kind of give him more of a role still in this to have, you know, the Imperials, you know, have that kind of, you know, you know, he was the higher up. Um, and then with Leia too, I would have preferred just to see her veil. Yeah. And maybe getting the plans and that's it. Like I would have been cool with that a little glimpse right there.
0: That's twitters. weird too. Cause like, Tarkin, like his face was bigger than Peter Cushing's was.
1: Yeah, uh, Cushing,
0: whatever. His face was like fatter. I was like, "What? Why did they do that?" And his voice well, was way off. His yeah. voice was like way more high pitched and shit.
1: I I know. So I watched a little like special on it where Gareth Edwards talks about how they kind of did that, and that's this is how they do it. They they still map someone's face, so they try to get they try to find an actor. That has like cl- as close as close to the structure of his of the face of the original actor as possible, and then they and then they obviously reference footage and you know images or whatnot, um, and then they re- you know construct the, the the film or whatever or the um face, so uh, I don't know how they do the voice though I don't know if they find like a voice actor for that I don't know if they use the actor that they picked for that you know so it's you know they'll never get a hundred percent right.
0: Um, uh, I don't know, man.
1: It was, I mean, it was pretty like, close. You know. It, it convinced me, man,
0: for sure. Yeah. But, okay. Uh,
1: I was actually reading that they used some original X-Wing footage in some of the scenes.
0: Yeah. Fucking, that was here. great seeing those guys come back. I mean, I... I in the theater, I was like, "Oh fuck him! He's back!" You know. <laughs> it just, I thought like, they it, just pulled footage like from A New Hope, but I didn't realize they were deleted scenes. So cool! That was like fucking great.
1: That just them doing that just made, like it just pulled me straight into the film. It just kept. It's it's like another fan service kind of thing, but you know, it's like wow, you're using and this is amazing. You can use footage from a film that was filmed so many years ago. And to try to incorporate that into a larger, you know, film about the you know, originals. It's insane, dude. And that's why I loved it yeah. so much. It, it made me feel, it gave me that Star Wars feel, man. I, I just, I'm so excited for Star Wars. I can't wait for next year.
0: And I feel like <laughs> this
1: year just, this year just flew by so quickly. I feel like all of a sudden we're going to have a trailer for the next Star Wars film. Um, it would maybe have truly been film.
0: 2016 if the Star Wars movie sucked been like well yeah it just makes sense it's fucking 2016 but <laughs> the star wars movie defied 2016 so right on rogue one right on dude i'm really happy um, me too any, any more negatives from you dude um quick i had three let's see if i can remember all of them um first one fucking saw guerrera um what's his fucking face um Played Forrest Whitaker. Jesus, how could I not remember Forrest Whitaker? Um, I thought, yeah, all his lines were pretty fucking ham, you know? And he was just kind of, everything he said was like, oh, oh, oh. his mouth was like wide fucking <laughs> open. His eyes were huge. And he was just like, oh, like, just like, not everything you say has to be so goddamn grandiose. Jesus, tone it the fuck <laughs> down. Um, you're going for an Oscar in a Star Wars movie. Wrong move, buddy. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I felt the same way too. Yeah,
0: And I feel like I'm going to be in the minority here. But Vader's first scene, something was off there, my friend. I don't know what it was. His helmet didn't look all the way closed. It kind of looked like his neck was sagging down. Um, and then it started off, I was like, James Earl Jones, he's fucking back. And then... The more he talked, I was like, that doesn't really sound like James He's talking kind of fast, kind of like weird. And then he fucking turned around and was like, don't choke on your ambitions. And I was like, Vader has never just been dropping one liners, you know? Like, <laughs> Or if he does, he does it very su- subtly and casually as he's walking. And he never, like, oh, I'm Dracula and I'm going to say this shit and then walk away. It's like, I was yes. just like, I don't know, man. It felt very un Vader to me. Um, I, I, I got that, that, that first same scene. feeling.
1: I got that same feeling. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a big negative for me because I was like just super excited to see Vader back on the screen. But um, you already go, you already know, like going to the, okay, this is going to be obviously not the you know this is 2016 Vader like yeah re- reimagined. So it's like there's got to be something different about it, and you know obviously voice probably age. You know I'm sure they can try to like pitch it and.
0: Um, I think his helmet was like a lot
1: shinier. I I don't know. Like it felt like it wasn't like the original. It didn't look like the original costume. Um, Not at
0: all. He looked shorter and fatter. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Vader's been drinking the Sunday beers, man.
1: (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's small. Too much of that blue milk. Small little, small little details, man. You know, and like we're Star Wars fans, so we, we can nitpick, you know, everything about it. Um, I still think fucking Vader was so awesome at the end,
0: and oh, it's just yeah. like
1: we need we needed that. Like we never got to see that part of Vader, and you know I do like Vader in small doses, which I felt like the movie did very well. To yeah, they were him. they
0: were restrained.
1: That was that was my actual worry: is like, will they overuse Vader too much? Will they try to like have him take down a whole freaking army in like every scene or something? Or you know, so um, yeah, that was an interesting. Negative, but I I, I agree with you on that one. Right on. Um, you, had a, you had one more?
0: Um, other than, and you know what? I only have one more. That's how much I like this movie. I only have three fucking grievances, at least at the moment, at least until I see it again or it comes out on fucking streaming. Um, which is these characters, like we were talking earlier. I felt like I got more from Jen in the trailers than I did in the movie. And, yeah. um, You know, I really, I really loved uh, Donnie Yen, but other than him, I felt like all the characters were kind of underdeveloped and a little unlikable and not that, you know, they were supposed to be likable, but you can have them be badass while still being rogues. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just all felt a little like Diego Luna's character felt very kind of flat to me a little, you know? Um, Yeah. What was his name? start with a C I think, but Cassian, I don't know. Cassian. Thank you. Um, he just felt a little like, Oh, I'm quiet and I'm hot and I'm just (laughs) going to be indifferent. And it was like, that's not really a character. Like, can you give me a little more, you know? So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, overall I really fucking loved this movie, but I did agree with some of your gripes as well. So I guess that bumps it up to five or (laughs) six
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If I was gonna score it, fuck. I mean, all all movies are they're never perfect, right? But I right. mean, this this was really high up there. Probably, I I don't know. I I was really excited to see Force Awakens, and I maybe the excitement and you know seeing Star Wars for you know, you know I haven't seen Star Wars in a long time and new characters and all this stuff. You know, my excitement level and expectations were pretty high for that film, but it was also kind of the similar situation with this one. Like, this is—you guys are going back to, you know, the, you know, right before New Hope. You know, you're trying to tell us a story back then, because you know, like the rest of the series now is just moving forward. Um, so my expectations expectations were pretty high, and I was like, you know, I need to see, I want to see this happen. You know, I don't want it to be just another, you know, blockbuster. You know, just CG fest. Totally. Whatever, but it's like I don't know. Star Wars is in the right hands as of now, um, with like yeah, Catherine it Kennedy, certainly seems Catherine that way. Kennedy one. and everything, so I would say four point five out of five.
0: Four I'm gonna 5 agree 5. with you, man. Yeah, it's just like there's a you know couple what? things Actually, that we didn't... until I see it again. Until I see it again, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do four out of five.
1: Four out of five. Okay.
0: Okay. Or maybe a four point two five. Four point two.
1: I like that. Four two is pretty good.
0: Yeah, let's go two. I like that.
1: So we got four two and 4.5. That's our score, guys.
0: It's a great fucking movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. When I can't wait you, to fucking go see it again.
1: When do you think you're going to see it again?
0: I don't know. Christine really wants to go see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, uh, and I promised her I'd take her to that, although I promised to take her to that around Thanksgiving and not in fucking Star Wars was out. So, um, <laughs> you know... Soonish. <laughs> How
1: yeah. about you? Um Soonish too. I, probably sometime in the next week or two. I really want to nice. see it. Oh, excuse me. I really want to see an IMAX, because I did do the Dolby Theater, and I think it's the screen's pretty big, but I don't think it was IMAX. I don't think it's as big as the IMAX Theater. Um, but the sound was killer in the Dolby Theater, so um, I would love to see an IMAX just to say I have... I don't know if they're showing just IMAX. I think it's just IMAX 3D. Which I'm. Still I saw cool it in with. just IMAX. Just IMAX, okay. Yeah, so I guess I just gotta look around for a theater that does just IMAX around here. But um, they usually
0: have like different showings, so you can do like the 3D one. You can do the regular standard. Ah, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be. I'd actually be down to see
1: it in standard. I mean, just IMAX just for because it's you know you'll, you you know you never get really a chance to see the movie in IMAX. Upon its release or whatever, Um, true. And it's like you know, I was watching Force a little bit of Force. I did like a little Star Wars marathon today, and hell yeah, uh, watching Force Awakens. And it's like it looks great on our on our TV and everything. But it's like when we saw it in the theater, we saw it in 3D, which was like super funny. Or I mean, it's just a lot of fun and entertaining because like people, you know, a bunch of Star Wars fans were there, and you know, like seeing this reimagining of Star Wars was so incredible. Um, but yeah, dude, I I just love the movie. I want to see it again. I want to keep playing Battlefront. I've already downloaded all the new maps. I'm I'm all in, dude. You're Disney, all fucking it. Disney, I'm gonna keep giving you my money. And it's D23 this year, which I think you should go to if you have the time. It's the I guess the yearly actually it's by, by year? Uh so it's like every Is it other by year? yearly? Yeah, con- yearly. Disney convention. And they have like They drop all the Star Wars, you know, now Star Wars is part of Disney. You know, they drop all the Star Wars trailers, news. So I'm crossing my fingers, they have like something for episode eight
0: by the time. That'd be pretty fucking tight. Yeah.
1: So I think that rolls around in like August, I think. So it's a couple of months from now. That sounds about
0: right. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, yeah. super stoked, dude. And then, of course, uh, speaking of Disneyland or Disney. Uh you know I, I live in Southern California I have a Disney pass and they're building fucking Star Wars land and it's crazy cuz I from the parking structure where you you know park your car to go to the park you can see like all the land that they kind of cut away and from what I saw from like the I guess the um uh blueprints or like kind of like what it would look like there's supposed to be like a Millennium Falcon ride in the middle and you can see <laughs> You <laughs> can see with the, I'll send you a picture, dude. It's, you can see there's like this huge hole in the middle of the, of the, you know, the land. So I'm going to try to take a picture actually every month and see how it kind of progresses. But that's going to be insane, dude. And imagine in a couple of years, it's going to be like all the, like the, the trilogy is probably going to be out, then, you know, the newest one. And so we'll have all those characters in that world kind oh my of God. diving in that.
0: And you know how much I, I hate, know you haven't right. been to Disneyland,
1: dude, as much. But like, dude, that you know how much I hate that shit. But that's I that's totally worth the ticket. There, yeah, <laughs> totally worth <it laughs> the ticket. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just getting really it's just crazy, man. Like Star Wars, you know, it's like the fandoms lasted for so long, and and it's just crazy to think like now we have Star Wars. Like Star Wars is just gonna. You know our kids are get are gonna see new films from Star Wars or see you know hear about new characters and lore.
0: They're Jedi. gonna watch the old ones. They're gonna watch episode four through six and be like, "This is slow."
1: This <laughs> yeah, <sucks."> right.
0: I'm <laughs> gonna fucking backhand them in there, and they'll <laughs> be, like, we'll be like, "Well, you know, Don't back you in our shit. <laughs> day,
1: back in the day, we used to know, you know, we used to know. We, we watched the original Star Wars, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the real shit.
1: The real shit, dude. So." Um yeah. I love Star Wars. I'm still still sticking to it, man. I have like five Star Wars shirts in my closet right now. Hell yeah. And still probably adding a bunch of them
0: on there. Does this uh rank above any of the uh I mean, obviously it ranks above all the prequels, but does it rank above any of the uh episode 4 oh, through 7?
1: I don't know, dude. I mean I'd say out of the original three, I feel like Jedi was the weakest one, even though it was, yeah. you know, uh, it came to a conclusion that story arc. Uh,
0: a lot of people complain about the Ewoks. I like the Ewoks. A lot of people complain I about do. Jabba's palace. It's like, that's my favorite shit in the whole movie is oh. Jabba's oh, yeah, palace. Dude. And that whole opening sequence after that, the movie never picks up enough steam again. And they did waste yeah. Han Solo. Um, it would have been badass for Solo to die in that movie, but I love how it ended on a happy note. Like, that's the perfect story as a kid, you know, and... Uh, yeah. I don't it's, know. It's
1: very tough, dude, to rate the films, though, man. I mean, Empire Strikes Backs will always be, like, yeah. my favorite film from that, from just Star Wars alone. So good. Um, A New Hope. I don't know, because, man, I might... Even though it's kind of weird to say this, but Rogue One: A New Hope, just because Ooh. of just you see so much, you know, you you build that, uh, you know, you build so much in in Rogue One, and then going into New Hope, it's like, wow, like the the you know, we were just saying like in the, in the beginning of, of of the podcast, man, like the first paragraph of the opening crawl, it just adds so much more weight to it, and. And then to have like a full on movie where it's like, this is a battle. This is, you know, Rebels versus Imperials. Like, this is what it's it's supposed to be. This is the, you know, what each side is going for, the gray areas, right? How, you know, kind of feeling for in which side do you agree with which side or whatever and, you know, what their motives and everything. So it is looking pretty high up there. But I mean, Empire Strikes Back, I'd say Rogue One, A New Hope. (sighs) I mean, force awakens is pretty good too i don't know it's yeah. tough dude and, uh, it is I don't tough.
0: Know. and i don't expect you to know right now it's oh, still yeah. fresh it's still
1: fresh i gotta see uh, it again but I, I don't know i don't know what what i was watching force awakens today and i was like wow this movie is fucking awesome i love it
0: um it is a good movie it's a little i don't know it's a little too polished I like how Rogue One's yeah. a little dirtier.
1: I was, I was thinking, like, yeah, I was thinking about that too. That's so why I kind of like Rogue One. It's like okay, down and gritty, like yeah. battling. You know, it's it was
0: uh like even balance. the battle scenes in Force Awakens are very clean. You yeah. know, aside from the the blood on the helmet, which was kind of ridiculous. How did the fucking blood get on his hand anyway? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But I re- I really enjoy the new characters like Ray and Finn were, you know Daisy Ridley and and John Boyega, they great, were great
0: great chemistry
1: great chemistry you know fresh actors, um, even their story arcs you know I, I did like how they kind of chose someone a uh, stormtrooper who just didn't, didn't you know he didn't want to be in that in that uh, uh, in that world and you know that was cool they kind of switched it up a little bit there and and. After, I don't know, like, there was a whole, like, the negative, right? It was very similar to, like, a lot of the themes in A New Hope, which, after, I guess, kind of, like, sitting on it, watching it again a couple times, it it is very, a lot of parallels, I would say. And I think almost intentional because they want to capture that, you know, that, ca- you know, the crowd from the original, the people who watched the originals, and then the new, you know, the new generation. And... I feel like they had to use some of those themes to to kind of captivate and get people invested in the movie um and you know to play on our nostalgia and obviously and um and, but at the same time the movie is in itself a different movie like it's yeah. it's so uh you know Ray's kind of journey and John Boyega's journey or uh um Finn's journey and you know throughout the whole thing so and I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen. And I know that like a lot now it's like, okay, well, episode eight, man, what's gonna happen in episode eight? You know, I feel like there's a lot of I still I think there's still expectations. I think there's still a lot of weight. Like what's the oh, second installment gonna be like? And uh I'm really excited and I I hope they do even though Empire Strikes Back is like one of my favorite Star Wars films. I, I do hope they find, you know, a different path, kind of develop a different idea. Um as far as pushing those characters along. Yeah. Um, but it is a cool little twist. I mean, we got freaking... Uh, what's his name? Ben? Freaking... Uh, Kylo. Kylo Ren. Ben Ren. Ben Ren. We got his character <laughs> battling the dark light side. I don't know which side he's for. Um, Yeah. Death of Han Solo. I don't know how that's going to be dealt
0: with in episode eight. Hopefully a funeral. The man deserves... If you don't yeah uh Captain Solo. Captain Solo. Oh, and then we got the Han Solo movies. The Han Solo movie. We together. got fucking Aldrich Chichin. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> but fucking Donald Glover and Khaleesi are gonna be in. Yeah. There. So
1: This is a pretty crazy dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh um, I hope which, I hope Khaleesi's good in it. Yeah. So I, I watched, watched Terminator Genesis.
1: I was just about to say that too. <laughs> I, I was uh, flipping through like it was on HBO, right? Uh, so the- yeah, I was like I was like uh, on HBO Go or something and I was like, you know what? You know, I really like Judgment Day and like I've given I've given every Terminator film a chance. You know, even though I don't think any of the other ones were pretty good. I thought that actually the television show wasn't that bad. Uh Star oh, Hunter, I never watched Chronicles. It. It was interesting with the show. It's like you can definitely kind of you know dive a little bit deeper into the characters, but um, yeah, I remember putting that on, dude, and I was like, I got through the film. Don't get me wrong, but I was just like, dude, no, (laughs) it's not working, man. It's not cutting it. No, it's uh, yeah, it's.
0: I hope it was just miscasting.
1: Miscasting, I think you know, I hope.
0: Which Um, I was so used to.
1: Yeah, I like her too, and maybe I was just too used to seeing her as uh, Khaleesi, and and um. I think she tried to do a
0: little too much Khaleesi, because that's she's just she's not Sarah Connor, man. Like,
1: yeah, she's very small, like
0: exactly, uh, yeah,
1: like very. uh, Even though she plays a you know uh, obviously a powerful woman in Game of Thrones, you know she can show that. Um, I I. Yeah, yeah, I would say she. Yeah, I always have this image of Sarah Connor, like who she's gonna be like, Linda fucking Hamilton,
0: you know. Yeah, just someone tall, someone mm, kind of fucking, you know. Yeah, um, a well, girl you're kind of scared of. <laughs> yeah, true, you man. Know? True.
1: Like, uh, what's her face, Ronda Rousey? Like
0: those exactly. Oh, she'd be yeah. a fucking excellent. Oh, I, yeah,
1: she'd she'd be killer actually. Yeah.
0: Um, that's brilliant who puts out the fucking a, a, Terminator aside from movies? that, Universal
1: yeah uh, Universal I think yeah Universal
0: yeah ter- it's to ter- be Universal ter- Paramount yeah, yeah. or I mean that's brilliant fucking knock on their door and just be like boom Ronda Rousey with fucking Sarah Croner fucking scribbled <laughs> in red sharpie and they'd be like hey great <laughs> idea you want a job kid <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want a job kid
0: oh shit dude oh man yeah but Star Wars man Star Wars I'm so happy with it I think um, I don't know what I think
1: (laughs) well I think this uh, moves us along to our sex effects share time Uh, Joe do you have anything to share this week oh yeah with the sex effects.
0: With the sex effects. Um, we switch. Our, we switch our roles. <laughs> we did. It was brilliant. I liked it, Johnny. With Taking control. <laughs> <laughs> Next
1: nice. uh, yes. Yeah, we share something interesting with the world uh, every week. So, Joey, what do you have to share this week?
0: Um, I want to do a shout out Ooh, to um, Dee O'Connor's podcast, Two Truths and a Lore. I have not had a chance to listen to it yet, unfortunately. But I know Didi, and I know it must be something special. So um, I would, I'm going to shout that out. And I think she's up on iTunes as well. So I, I went and subscribed, and I highly suggest everyone go and subscribe. Wow. And then after you do that, search for the Sex Effects podcast and fucking subscribe to us. <laughs> she's already got reviews, and we don't have shit. So no way, um, really? <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to it. So cool.
1: Oh, I, c- I can't believe she's doing that. That's great. Yeah. Always love fellow podcasters, even people that
0: we know. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah,
1: um, shit, dude. That's awesome. Shoutouts. I like that. Sex effects shout outs.
0: Sex effects shout outs. Nice Shouting I- with the sex effects.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll do my shout out for uh, this is going back to last week's episode, or sorry, well we posted this last week, uh, an old episode Nintendo. But the previous one before that, we had our guest on Andrew Hopkins, and I just want to shout out to Andrew Hopkins, saying uh, that I love you, brother, and I'm so happy that you came on to our show uh, to talk uh, a little bit of Westworld That was so cool. I really enjoyed that was that a show.
0: fun fucking show, and we're definitely going to have to have Andrew back. Um, yes, because I think that would be we could we could talk about fucking anything. Uh, we don't even have to have a topic <laughs> that week, and I think it would lead to I'm some down, fun dude. fucking places.
1: So shout out to Andrew Hopkins. Thanks for being on the show, man. And uh, Hey, man, we're going to make some more music this year.
0: Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Shining these declarations. Oh, dude, I'm just excited.
1: Well, it's like, you know, Joe and I right now, we're talking, actually, we're doing video chat right now. This is kind of crazy. The audio will be laggy. and (laughs) I I don't know. Just like the last couple weeks, months, like we've been just like, man, we want to play so bad. We want to practice more and you know it's like i've been in such a just a creative mood to like write music and stuff and and you know my my brother's playing drums again so it's like oh my god we should get the back the band back together
0: (laughs) oh i'm so ready and it's like the time of remakes or not remakes but like bringing back old characters and putting them in similar situations i mean we'll fit right fucking into that yeah Uh, man you know let's be harrison ford and Fucking Peter Mayhew being like, all right, motherfucker, we're 70. Let's do this shit.
1: Let's do this, man. <laughs> you know? So uh yeah, I'll be making hopefully making some trips up to see you guys and just jam out for a couple hours.
0: Oh, I love that. Brought Cakes some and Pies. Thick.
1: Cakes and Pies, guys. take and Pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. yeah. I think I don't have much to share, man. I'm just like super hyped off Rogue One. So uh shout out yeah. to Andrew Hopkins and man, it's been a it's been a great week, man. It's been we got Star Wars in December. It's the holiday season. I'm just super happy to be
0: alive and kicking. <laughs> that was weirdly uh, beautiful and weirdly dark. It was like oh, it's very I hopeful, but it's also very dark.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean like alive and kicking. Like no, like, I know. I'm
0: just kidding. I've, I've I've
1: reached the the point of death. No, no, no. Just 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 um, thankful for for. Uh, I don't know, just having a chance to sit here, podcast, and, and share things with the world. So.
0: Beautifully said, Shani. I'm thankful as well. Yay. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm just fucking bullshitting you, but you're just making me laugh, so <laughs> I swear. It's sincere as well. Uh, um, well, before we keep rambling, I think that about does it for, uh, for this week's episode. Um, Shani, where can we find your work on the internet this week?
1: All right, guys, you can find me on Instagram at Music. that's S-H-A-U-N-D-A-Y music, or you can find me on my website, shaundaymusic.net. Joe, where can we find you?
0: At Joey Prati on Instagram, private, don't let that stop you. And uh, you can read my blog at jprody 89wordpresscom
1: Have you written anything recently?
0: Yeah, I wrote about the week that I had. So if you're curious at all wow. about um, kind of reading a little further, I you know keep everything very vague, um, but that my experience um, is on there. Dude, awesome! I need, to, yeah. I need to. I need to subscribe to you, man. Ooh, I, didn't I didn't know you could do that. I believe you can. We'll I see. don't know how there's. I don't know how the internet works. <laughs> 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 All right. Hit it. Hit the internet. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> until
1: next time, I'm Joey Brody. And I'm Sean Day.
0: Thanks. Thanks for, for listening. listening. We're looking at each other. We couldn't do it. <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> Play. <laughs> because the internet because the internet guys